Listen, I am reminded that taking a break does not mean I'm a failure. Growth can still be found in stillness. It's important to be patient with myself when I adjust and adapt to new things. Not giving my mind time and space to recharge is unproductive. Hi, my name is Anne Marie, host of About This Life. It's been a couple of weeks since I posted. That was purposely and unexpected. I had a medical situation with my knee that I needed to take care of that required a short, um, a few hours in the hospital, recovering, recuperating from that. I allowed myself, created space for myself to rest instead of pursuing the perfectionist uh, ideology of my younger years where I just would have worked through the pain. You know how we do, right? Uh, Nothing can stop us and we press through and we push through. Well, I made a decision that I was not going to push through, at least on that front. I have to push through in terms of getting healthy, in terms of uh, getting my knee, my leg back in working order. So I am pushing through just in a different way. So I, I want to use the opportunity in terms of this particular session to talk about why it's so important that we take care of ourselves. It's coming from a place of uh, grief. Uh, This summer alone, in the last two months, I've had a colleague's uh, grandson, uh, a young man in his late 20s, to pass away unexpectedly. Had a student's father pass away, actually attended a funeral. Then it just cascaded from there. Uh, A former student, just shy of his 18th birthday, passed away. A rising eighth grader, a student who would have been 12 years old, I I would be in my, the grade that I teach uh, in a few weeks. She passed, my cousin passed. (laughs) And in a horrific way, in in terms of an accident. And only to learn in the last 48 hours, both of my sons, they are fine, um, thank goodness. But one, his childhood friend, unexpected, gone. The other, uh, someone targeted him. And for bias and and, um, just hate, um, took the young man's life. He was only 28 years old. So all of this, I'm like, wow, right? And I don't want to pretend here and say, in other words, I, I wasn't close to all of these people that I just mentioned. Yet, 
there's a profound sense of loss that life is so fragile. The, the, I used to believe, or the older me, would be asking God questions of why. Why is this happening? Why is this happening to people so young? Why is this happening to quote-unquote good people? People who are just living their best lives. I don't ask why anymore because there are some things that are beyond my understanding. Instead of asking why, I have found solace and calmness in going to God and resting in him, abiding in him. So I'm not a hundred questions, God, why did this have to happen? I am in a space and time where I say, God, just bring comfort to the families. Just bring your peace amongst family and friends. God, just you promised us you will never leave us nor forsake us. We are counting on your promise right now. In all things, be here with us. Be with the families, dear Lord. For surely there's a pain in their heart that literally takes your breath away. So in these moments or times that I would suggest to anyone, go back to the Father and just have conversation with him. Reveal your heart. Reveal your tears. Find solace in the Psalms that, especially the Psalms by David, who was on his journey, or I think of other giants like Elijah, also on a journey, who was isolated for three years. And it is a space that you go so far deep in yourself that it is only you and God. So for listeners who you're dealing with insurmountable grief. Please find that space where you're having your conversations with God. And don't let it be a one-way conversation. Take the time to listen to what he has to say and how he moves you. The affirmations and confirmations that come in the ensuing days, this is got a time just to get close to him, not run away in anger, not running away in, in massive depression or desperation. Run toward him. Run toward him. And that's the only way that I think about anyone possibly dealing with the kind of grief 
that these families are grappling with today. In my next podcast, I'm going to lighten things up a bit. It is officially August and August August signals vacation time for many families in terms of the last hurrah of summer. Uh, teachers sometimes look at August with trepidation. Oh my word. Uh, in a few weeks, our lives are, are back in the school building, back in the classroom, and we work our tails off for the next 10 months. It is an incredible, incredible journey, uh, task or uh, given pouring out that teachers do. So with that in mind, I am going to be bringing to you a series of conversations that I'm having with guests where we are talking about things like how do you engage students in the classroom? So you, you know, parents might say, well, what does that have to do with me? It has everything to do with you because you are part of your child's learning. So what you hear, what you might learn might actually be something that you can share with your child's teacher. And teachers, you have an opportunity to hear some new ideas as well. I want to talk to a colleague of mine. And I want to talk to him specifically around the topic of black boys in the education system. Because that is a whole... uh, That is an idea that we need to address and take a look at. Um, And I say that especially since, one, I'm I'm a parent of two black young men, right? But the fact that education is heavily dominated female. And we all know at this point and realize that... um, you you need those role models. You need to be able to see people that look like you in order to relate. So I, I want to have a conversation with him. I have um, Melissa Crawford. Uh, she is author, also um, the creator of something called uh, The Queen Code. She has a book out uh, for several years now. Her book has been out. She is going to talk about, talk with me, talk with us in terms of some of the work that I did with her in terms of looking at your childhood, um, looking at it from a different perspective. I had the ability to recreate and redesign some aspects of my life so that an unblock some places that I didn't even know were blocked. Imagine that. So she's going to, we're going to have an interesting conversation in terms of getting into the heart of the matter. So these fresh new episodes will be coming to you. And I look forward to uh, just sharing some insight with you. And I will also be able to share with you how you can get in contact with me because I want you to be able to give me any suggestions or ideas that you have in terms of what you 
would like to hear on the podcast. And you can contact me by typing this in about this life, all lowercase, about this life dot callcast dot co. So about this life, no spaces in between, about this life dot callcast, C A L L C A S T dot co, C O. If you use that URL and contact me and let me know what topics you would like to hear in the future uh, as we move forward, I'd be happy to take a look and uh, take a look at it and explore. Take care, everybody. Stay tuned uh, for the next episode of About This Life, changing our lives one day at a time. Imagine that.